Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. This is the Back Porch Writer Podcast, the show for writers, about writers, and writing. It's live, fun, and informative. Each week, I chat with writers, editors, and industry pros to give you and me a heads up about this whole new awesome publishing world. Back Porch Writer is about creating the life that you want through writing and publishing. Are you ready to tap submit? Let's explore the possibilities together. Welcome to Back Porch Writer. Welcome to Back Porch Writer, the show for writers, about writers, and writing. I'm your host, Corey Miller, and today is April 12, 2016. Now, originally, I had a guest scheduled for this particular episode, but I was running into all sorts of technical challenges, um, unfortunately. And so then she and I decided, well, we'll try over on Zencaster, and then she was having some challenges with uh, tech on her end. So I will be having that super special guest on the show at some point at a later time, but I'm not going to tell you who it was. But I'm excited to have her on the show because she's written over 20 books and she's an author, speaker, coach. She just does all kinds of fun stuff. And and so I'm, I'm going to have her back on the show and, well, not back on the show. I'm going to have her on the show at a later date. Uh, so you'll have to look for that. And, and, you know, there'll be some woohoo type stuff going on when, when that happens. But for today, I got my technical challenges figured out. Actually, I shouldn't say I got them figured out. Figured out. Blog Talk Radio got them figured out. Um, there was some issue with getting things scheduled, and it started yesterday. And so I was unable to get this show scheduled, and I just now was able to get it scheduled. And it's just a little bit before 10 o'clock my time. And normally I do the show at 9.30. For those of you who are followers of the show, you know that. So this is coming in a little bit late, but, hey, I'm glad the glitches worked out, whatever the glitch was. So the technical challenge appears to have gone away. And you know what's really funny about that is that I sat there thinking, you know what, I bet this is going to all get worked out right around the time that my guests and I are trying to do it over on Zencaster. And that's apparently what happened. How funny is that? So at any rate, it's all good, and, and she'll be on the show at a later date. She may also end up on Indie Author Hour, which, as some of you may know, is every Tuesday live at 11 o'clock Central Daylight Time over on Blab IM. And all you need to do if you want to join that is have a Twitter account. And then, well, actually, I guess now you can sign in with Twitter or Facebook. Um, but you just need to be able to sign in with one of those, so have an account for those. And then you need a, a headset or earbuds, especially if you want to participate in the actual um, video live recording part of it, because you can come into the show. We can give you a seat at the virtual table, and then you can interact with Hardy and myself during the show. So it's a lot of fun. There's live chat that goes on. There's people that basically just watch and listen, and then there's people who want to get into the table, onto the table, or onto the table. That doesn't make any sense. They want to be part of the action. I'll say it that way, <laughs> and be at the virtual table with us. So you're welcome to do that. And again, it's every Tuesday after the Backport Rider Show at 11 o'clock Central Daylight Time. Lots of fun. And so I'll be heading over there in just a little bit. 
to chat with Hardy because I was not able to do the show last week, first time since we started it. I was not able to do the show with him last week uh, because some things came up and I had to attend to those things. And so I'm eager to find out what happened last week on the Indie Author Hour. So enough about that. Moving on. Uh, Brain to Book Cyber Convention happened this past weekend, and this is the second year that it's been um, available for readers and authors. And the person who put it together is Angela B. Chrysler. You can look her up. She has a website. She's also an author. But she started this group um, over on Goodreads, and I just happened upon it. And then thought, oh, my gosh, this Brain to Books convention sounds like it will be so much fun. And it was. I had her on the show before the, the convention this weekend, uh, but then I was able to participate in the convention pretty much all weekend. I was interviewing people through the Backport Trier Show, but on Blab I Am. And some of the interviews were recorded, and some of them didn't record, because as we know, Blab is in beta, and so there were some glitches there too. And so some of the ones that did not get recorded, I'm trying to coordinate, reschedule with those authors to get those things scheduled this week, possibly next week, so I can get them uploaded. And, and they'll be available on the YouTube channel for Backport Trier. Yep. Backport Writer has a YouTube channel. I hadn't been using it until this weekend because I was doing all these interviews with the different authors, and it was just a blast. I met some amazing people. Um, there's an author named Charlene who uh, she's written a book called The Stain, but the one that really intrigues me is uh, a, a nonfiction book that she has called Medicine Mind, Medicine Buddha, or Medicine Buddha, Medicine Mind. I can't seem to get it right, but those are basically the words in the title. And she is a yoga practitioner, and she teaches it and coaches it and, and all that, and, and meditation. She just has this amazing background. And so I was checking out her book because if you go over to her website, which I'll have to find the website information because I don't want to give you the wrong one. Um, but in any case, if you look up um, Charlene Jones on Goodreads, you'll find her there too, and then you'll be able to get to her website. But that she did the audio on her website because she's been reading the book and then posting the, the MP3s on her website. Um, and I think she said they're available on iTunes. They're not available through Stitcher yet. And I say yet because she promised me she would do that so that I could actually listen to the books that way because I, as you know, love listening to podcasts. And so I really want to be able to listen to her book um, because I listened to a portion of it and it just sounded great. It's right up my alley. I love things having to do with meditation and uh, moving forward in your life. And, you know, a lot of you who, who listen know this about me. Some of you may not. I, this is the kind of stuff that I love. I love willpower. I love mindsets and how do you get a positive mindset. And I love things about habit formation and body language. This is all right up my alley. And so check out Charlene Jones. As I said, she's over on Goodreads, so you'll be able to find her. And you, you'll know because you'll see the name The Stain, because that's her most recent book, I believe. And then her nonfiction book has an, an image on the front that I think she said that was an, an image of the Buddha, but I could be wrong. In any case, it's a neat cover. So go check it out over on Goodreads. So Brain to Books, all weekend long, there were takeover events on Facebook. Um, there was a Cover Wars event. There was an antagonist-protagonist battle. Um, I can't remember who won, but I think you can look that up. So lots of things happening, not just on Goodreads uh, and not just on Facebook. There were story hops. There were all kinds of blog blogs uh, that were part of this event. And I believe you can still go over to the Brain to Books Goodreads page and see some of that information and, and start to look around. I don't know how much longer that stuff will be available, but I know it's available right now, and there's a link in the show notes here so that you can click on it and just go and check it all out. Because the authors had virtual booths, and some authors really got into their booths. I was not one of them. <laughs> I was really busy with other stuff. But I did put some things in my virtual booth, but other authors did it 
in much more detail than I, and they were really good about it, and I, I need to go back over there and see if I can take a look at some of them. Um, really creative stuff, and people were having giveaways and, and contests and quizzes and things like that. That was in the takeover events. That was over on people's blogs. That was in their booths. So you can still get some of those, get involved in some of those giveaways. I know that for mine, they aren't going to be decided until uh, Wednesday. So you can go over to Facebook and look for uh, the Brain to Books Facebook page and look for my name, Corey Miller, and then look for what I was posting for my takeover hour. My hours between, I think, 7 and 8 on Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday evening. So you'll be able to see my giveaways, and they're all they're games. There were maybe four or five games I did. But then Sunday I did another one called Withheld At and did uh, four or five games there. So you'll want to look for those. I did that one on Sunday at around 3 o'clock, so I think 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock. But I'm not making any decisions about the giveaways until Wednesday. So you still have an opportunity to get your hand in there and get uh, some goodies. Uh, Speaking of which, I have North Downing out for pre-order right now over on Amazon. So please go check it out. You can get your copy of that for 99 cents right now as a pre-order. And the price will go up to 2.99 after the pre-order pre-order period. So it's right now it's 99 cents. And I believe I put it over on Kobo too as a pre-order and it would be 99 cents over there. So if you if your preference is Kobo, feel free go over there and snag your copy over there. Uh, if it's not and you like Amazon, snag your copy over on Amazon. And while you're there, you can check out Hush. So if you haven't had a chance to read uh, Hush, uh, go ahead and get that. It's only 99 cents right now, too. I'm doing a promo. But the promo is going to run out. I think on Amazon it might be ending today. Uh, on Kobo, I may have done it a little bit longer. I can't remember the dates. This weekend had my mind in a whole rush of activity and, and going from place to place. You know, it's interesting because it was a cyber convention, but I was still almost as tired doing that as I would have been had I gone to a physical convention. Um, because there were activities going on all the time. On Saturday night, there was live coverage of the of the whole thing for 72 hours. And so on Saturday night, after I was finished with uh, several things, I went into one of the live uh, after-hours things and was up until 2.30 in the morning talking with some other authors um, that were just fun. There were There's a, some sisters from Israel who the, the one is doing all the publishing side of the business and the other one is writing the books and her book her name's claire everward and her book is the first um, and i i don't know if it's available for pre-order or if it's just out but it's on amazon right now and and that's the only place you're going to find it right now because they decided to put it in kdp select so you can go check that out it's called the first it has a pretty cool cover too uh, but they were in there so i got to meet them because the next day i was going to be interviewing them so on sunday i was supposed to be interviewing them and i did only that, unfortunately, is one of the ones that did not get recorded. But they're going to be on the Back Porch Writer program, too. I think towards the end of April is uh, when they're coming on. And we just agreed that would be our backup interview if the Blab one didn't work out. So I'm glad that we did that. But anyway, they were in there, and they were really fun to, to get to know and to talk to because, as I said, they're in Israel. They're not in the United States. And so it was fun to, to learn about them and their environment. And then there was a, a guy on there named Jin who is a romance author out of Japan, and he's going to be coming on to the Back Porch Writer Program at a later date. We haven't figured out a date yet, but he'll be coming on. But I think that's interesting, too, because he's a romance author. You know, usually you think romance, women, that sort of thing, but no. So Jin will be coming on to the show, and it's J-I-N, if I recall correctly, um, is how you spell his first name. Um, 
but that's another thing. I guess there were different panels too. So there was, and those all got recorded. So you can go back and you can look at those on um, YouTube. One of them was a multicultural panel, which I was able to participate in with a few other authors. And we had a great conversation about uh, diversity in, in publishing and diversity in books and, and things like that. And hopefully we'll be able to do another thing like that as an ongoing project because that's just an important topic to me at any rate. There was a panel on, um, I think, domestic violence um, in there, and there was a panel on a romance. There was a fantasy panel. So there were several different panels that were going on, and I haven't even been able to watch all of them. So i got to go back and check some of them out myself. But you can still access those panels. So this was an event that was for readers and authors to come together and have a great time and just get some insights, and just like you would do if you went to any other sort of convention. So lots and lots of fun. Very busy weekend. Um, I had to basically hand the reins over to my husband to make sure that he handled everything with the kids, which was you know fun um, for me, for him, probably a little more challenging, but it was good for him to do. I just went over to the other building because I have a building where I can do some of my podcasting and my, my tea and everything, and I went over there and just stayed there for hours at a time and, and recorded interviews or attempted to record interviews at any rate. So check out Brain to Books Cyber Convention. I, the, the next year, because it's already, we're already in planning stages for next year, and I say we because I'm planning to be involved in it again next year, um, the dates are already scheduled. So it's the first weekend in April um, for 2017. So just mark your calendars now because it's a free event. It's all weekend long. You get If you're a reader, you get a lot out of it. If you're a writer, you get a lot out of it. So it's just a great time. And if you want to get involved, there's you can just throw out suggestions of what you'd want to do. Um, that's what happened with me here. I just said, oh, I want to do something with Back Porch Writer, so I'll do some interviews and I'll do them on Blab I Am. You know, I, and the reason was because I couldn't coordinate to do them on this show, on uh, Blog Talk Radio's platform. So I said, I'll do it on, on Blab and it'll be a lot of fun because it'll be video and audio. And actually, I may start doing that for the Back Porch Writer program going forward is schedule guests who want to have video and audio, schedule them through Blab. And then for the ones who only want to have audio, keep this particular show going on Tuesdays. So I'm, I'm tossing that around. And if, if you've got thoughts about that, let me know if you'd be interested in seeing something like that or being in a video audio platform like Blab uh, for your interview, then send me a message and let me know what you think. So that's Brain to Books Cyber Convention. It was just so much fun. And I have so many ideas just going through my head about what I want to do um, outside of that because it gave me some other um, things to think about. I should mention that I did create a um, – Goodreads group, and it's called Indies at Back Porch Writer on Goodreads. That, the only reason it has that name is because I couldn't, quite frankly, to be perfectly honest, think of anything else. <laughs> but essentially the point of the group is for readers and authors to come together and be able to um, get motivation or share tips. Um, there's a whole section on being grateful. You know, What were you grateful for today? Um, because, again, that's about mindset. So that's in there. There's, last time I checked, there were about eight members. I'd love to have more people involved in that and really get some dialogue happening, get some conversations going. So please go check that out. It's uh, Indies at Backport Writer over on Goodreads. And give me a shout-out so I know that you're over there doing that because I want to get more involved over on Goodreads because I do know it's a, it's a good platform. I'm just trying to figure out the best way to, to interact with other people and use it. So there you go. That's that information. Um, I think I was saying North Downing is available for pre-order over on Amazon and Kobo. 99 cents and hush as well for 99 cents so be, be sure to check those out 
Last week, I talked a little bit about editor software. I didn't get into too much detail. I want to give you a little more information about it today. It is software that, that's been out for about 30 years. It was developed by Serenity Software. And I say developed by, but the people behind it are actual, if I understand correctly, correctly they're, te- they're professors and they're, they were doing things that, you know, the academic writing and things like that. But this particular editor is useful for any type of writer to use, and I really am enjoying it. There's a few glitches that it has when I use it, but overall, I really like it. So I'm going to try and describe this as best I can for you, but the the website is just serenitysoftware.com, and if you get the product, the product is, for the standard product, it's $55. For the word add-on feature, it's $75, and I'll explain that, what the, the differences are here. But for Serenity Software, when you get this trial, because they have, I think it's a 10-day trial period that you can use the software, what that allows you to do is take your document, and you'll want to do it in small pieces. I have a manuscript that's well over 60,000 words. I'm not going to take that entire manuscript and run it through all of their different usage dictionaries because that would be just overwhelming for the system and for you know me trying to go through it. So you take the, the manuscript and put it into chunks, into pieces. So what I decided to do was do it in scenes, and if I couldn't do it in scenes, because I also wanted to do it in chapters, I, I tried it both ways. Um, and sometimes the editing software would allow me to do the entire chapter, and the chapter has maybe five scenes in it, so it would be somewhere around 5,000 words. But sometimes that would cause it to freeze, and so I would have to break it down into scenes and then do it. So I mentioned freezing. This software, what it does is it has a section you can put your um, document in, and it analyzes analyzes your document to look for major issues. And what that's called is fix. That's the fix usage dictionary, for lack of a better way to describe that. And these are the things that you obviously need to really fix. They're recommending that you take action on these. So it might be you should have hyphenated a word and you didn't, or you did hyphenate a word and you shouldn't have. And what I like is that it it forces you to go look some stuff up and double-check yourself. And from that perspective, it's awesome because you're becoming a better writer now because it's forcing you to go look at your Chicago manual style, you know, that, that big, big manual. Or it's making you go online and maybe access Grammar Girl and say, well, wait a minute, what did she say over here? So it's forcing you to, to become a stronger writer from my perspective. So you go through and you run the usage for fixing things. Then they have a spell one and spell two. The recommendation they have, though, is that you do your own spell check. So take it. If you're using Word, go through the spell checker for Word and make sure you do that um, because this is intended to catch the, the, the little blips and all of that. But, but really, do your spell checking elsewhere um, and then just run it through because then you won't end up with so many things on your spell one, spell two list. And you can do exclusions, too. So if you have uh, different languages or you have um, – slang that you're using or whatever, you can put that in as an exclusion and then it won't flag those every single time. I haven't done that. I just know that from reading the the manual that you can do that. So you've got fix, spell one, spell two. And then after that, you get into the stuff that's really, from my perspective, awesome. Because the next three usage dictionaries that they have, one is tighten, one is polish, and one is consider, as in just you might want to think about making this change. And that's what everything is. It's all these suggestions. And I really like the, the tighten, the polish, and the consider phase of it. And some of it's repetitive to the like the fixed portion, but that's perfectly fine. I, I like that. That doesn't bother me. So here's what's happened. 
when I went to run some of my document through, whether it was a short, you know, a scene of a thousand words or a little over a thousand words or whatever, or I managed to get the whole chapter in, sometimes those dictionaries get a little bungled and won't run. And so you run them one at a time. You can try running all of them at the same time, and sometimes it'll work perfectly. Um, but then sometimes it won't. And then you run them one at a time. And if you run them one at a time, you can determine which one isn't actually working for you. I don't have the fix for that at this point. But my my uh, take on this is as long as I can get the fix or I can get tighten and polish and maybe consider, I'm good. Because I know from playing with it already that it gets a little repetitive. And so I'm probably going to catch the majority of what I need to catch if I have at least fix or I have one of the other things, tight and polish, for example. Um, and as I said, the spell I'm not as concerned about because um, I can do word as my spell checker and it's going to catch the majority of what it needs to catch. In fact, I don't usually have any problems with that in word. So that's one of the things that is a little frustrating about it um, is, is that, that it'll freeze up and everything. But aside from that, do I think it's worth it? I absolutely think it's worth it. And it is something that I've done the trial period and now I'm going to go and purchase this editing software. And the reason, there's a few reasons. One is that they did a comparative analysis against other editing programs available to us, like Grammarly and, and those. And so you can go to Serenity Soft, Software's website and you can look at the study. And even if you take out their numbers, which were really good, you'll be able to see how all the other ones stacked up against each other. And theirs is the best one. But if you didn't want to use Editor, didn't want to use Serenity Software, you could at least then look at the other ones and decide which one you want to use that would be better for you. So I highly recommend that you do that. So go over to SerenitySoftware.com and check out their comparative analysis that they did uh, with the other things that are available to us as, as authors and, and writers and whatnot. So I decided I'm going to go ahead and do it. The, the standard one is $55, and what that means is that you can run your document through the editor software, and then you can print out a draft copy of what you're working on and then make your corrections. The way that I do this is I have three windows on my very small Surface Pro open. I have my um, in window open for um, where my document is stored, which is Scrivener. So I have that open. Then I have a draft copy open so that I can find the information in Scrivener in the scene faster. So it's just a clean draft copy of it. And then I have the fixed stuff open. Whatever usage dictionary I ran, I have that open in another window. And so I use that window, and I use the draft copy window to find what I need to find, and then I go over to my Scrivener window and make the correction in Scrivener because it does not uh, – there's no interface between these for Scrivener. And the person who is involved with the software told me the, whole, you know, the reasons why, but I can't really remember. The problem is it can't happen right now. I don't know if it will ever happen. It would be awesome if it could, if you could just have this inside of Scrivener, but right now you can't. So that's the, the process that I'm using. I'm not printing everything out. I did – initially print stuff out for the first chapter of uh, North Downing, but then I decided, no, I'll try and do it all on screen so that I don't have to print out so much stuff. And it's working. And like I said, I have a Surface Pro. It's a small screen, and I'm still able to work with this in a reasonable way, and it doesn't bother me and bother my eyes or anything like that. So that's if you don't do the Word add-on feature, that's the way that you would be doing this, um, is three screens or two screens or printing and or printing. If you do the Word add-on, um, let's say you create all your stuff in Word, or you do it in Scrivener and you take it out of Scrivener and put it in Word, because you could do that. 
the Word add-on feature lets you do your corrections essentially live. So you've got your document open in Word, and then you've got the you run it through uh, the editor inside of Word. So if you get the Word add-on, it's seventy-five dollars. If you get the standard, it's fifty-five dollars. I determined that I wouldn't do the Word add-on because I don't want to take everything out of Scrivener and then put it into Word and then try and do it and then have to take it all back into Scrivener to do any sort of printing or anything. I just I, that's a lot of steps and I didn't want to do that. So that's why I'm not doing it that way. But the Word add-on feature, I did test it. It took me a little while to figure it out, um, and I got some help from my techie husband. And we got through it, and I, okay, this is cool. So I know it works, and I know it would be really useful, and you go just line by line, and it's still the usage dictionaries and, and all that. So it's fun to try. You might get a little frustrated. I highly recommend that you read the documentation. So when they tell you read this, make sure you do. So read through the manual a little bit. Get familiar. I didn't use their test documents. I just used my material as test for what I was doing. Um, but you can use their test documents. You can try things out. But you have, I believe, 10 days to try it out. So definitely do it and see what you think about editor software. I've been telling people all weekend I was telling people about it because I really do like this software. Even with the glitches and the freezing and all of that that it can do, it's awesome software because here's what's going to happen. You're going to edit your document even better than you did it on your own. And then before, and then you're going to give it to your actual editor and they aren't going to have to spend as much time working with your material. And if they don't have to spend as much time working with your material, you don't have to pay them as much. So you're saving money on your editing expenses by investing in something like this and actually using it. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm excited about it. The other reason I am is because it it is going to make me a stronger writer, and I love that. I love the fact that it's forcing me to look at my Chicago manual style and double-check myself all the time and looking at Grammar Girl's site. And I found another site, the editor blog, that I like to use. Those two tend to use the Chicago manual style as their base. That's why I like those two uh, particular sites. Um, so, And I'm on the same page with my editor who uses – the Chicago Manual style, and then I said, well, these are the other two sites I look at, so we're on the same page when we're talking about different things, for example, numbers and how should you write out numbers or maybe you shouldn't. Because if you're using AP, you know, it's you write up to like 9 and then 10 and above, or you, yeah, you write up to 9 and then 10 and above, you use the actual numeral, right? Well, that's not true for Chicago Manual style. So you've got to get on the same page with your editor and the expectations for how you write th- write numbers and street names and times and things like that. So at any rate, that's my assessment overall of editor software. I do love it. I am going to buy it. It's one of those tools that I think is super useful. So go check it out. And no, they don't pay me to say this. I don't get any sort of money for saying any of this. I just happen to really like it. And when I find cool tools that I think work, and you know I'm frugal, I'm going to buy them and I'm going to tell you all about them. So this is one of them. So go check it out. And I will get back with you next week for another great show uh, here on Back Porch Writer. And, you know, this show is being sponsored by Ardent Media, where passion meets purpose. And I'll be able to tell you more about Ardent Media in the coming months. But for now, thank you for joining me here on Back Porch Writer, the show for writers, about writers, and writing. Until next time, pull up a chair, sit a spell, and write. Thanks for listening to Back Porch Writer. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe via iTunes so people just like you can find the show. If you've got comments, questions, or want to be a guest, visit BackPorchWriter.com for details. I'm your host, Corey Miller. Until next time, pull the chair, sit a spell, and write.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.